The art of customer service is getting lost. The need for customer service is greater than ever. I don't know if people don't care if it's falling by the wayside, but it's it's no longer the focus of most places. And I think the, the customer service kind of mixed with the knowledge and just being there for the customer. Um, I think all together are things you can't get anywhere else to the fullest extent you can at Midwest Evening Appliance. Midwest TV and Appliance, you get more for your money. Region cooks every Thursday from 10 to 11. We get together with people who like to have fun in the kitchen. One of those people that fits that bill better than most is my guest today, Kathy Cooper. Good morning. Back when it was Coop's Deli. Did I meet you before Coop's Deli? Yes, you did. I've what been doing you, this for over 20 years. I know years. forever. I know that you were, what were you doing when we first met? I was the chef for Cardinal Burke. Oh, there we go. Yep. So you were Cardinal Burke, then you were Coop's Deli, and now you're back. I've cooking for that. the entire diocese, for everybody, uh, Cardinal Burke, and for all the special visitors and so forth. That's right. Have you met the Pope yet? Has he been into town? Uh, yeah. No? No, I think everybody you, I think you would quite. know that. Well, you could sneak him into town for a special meal. I, I know. I know you wouldn't call me and say, Mike, come on over here. Come to the back door. The Pope is here. That's uh, true. I probably would probably not. Probably wouldn't do that. <laughs> I no, probably I, would not. I get it. I get it. But now still cooking for those lucky people and doing what you love. I do. I do. I do. It's if that's all I had to do was cook, my life be all to it. That darn paperwork. I know it. You hate that. That's what happens. Do you still get to cook for the most part what you want? Yes. That's the really cool part. Uh, Exactly. We just came off of Priest Unity Days where I got to plan the menu for some of the events. Some of them were already planned. So then we could never adjust, you know, from that point on. And yes. So because I'm a seasonal cook, so they're better just to say, let her go. Right. Than to give me a specific menu because it never goes well. Well, and sometimes they give you that menu and you can't get the ingredients. And by seasonal, you mean, hey, I know you want winter vegetables, but they aren't growing yet. So how about summer vegetables? There we go. Squash right now. No, no, no. Not so much. Yeah. Right. And January is hard to get a tomato. So let let you go. But then do you get to say, hey, you know, gentlemen, it's a million degrees outside. Let's do let's do sandwiches. Let's do something that's not so absolutely. And they're okay with that, too. Absolutely. They prefer that. Vichyssoise as opposed to something, some hot soup. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Cool. Absolutely. What have you cooked lately? Oh, you just got done cooking for an event. What what did you prepare? I did homemade Caramel pecan cinnamon rolls. Oh, that's uh, We did a Cajun red beans and rice Ooh. with a pork loin and a meat gravy. Awesome. Uh, let's see. Uh, mak chow with that. Homemade cornbread with uh, honey butter glaze. Wow. How much time are you even able to find out where when you're entertaining guests? You find out where they're from so that you can go with kind of a Cajun menu or well, the fun- southern fried chicken or, you know, whatever. Well, yes, we have a lot of international priests. Sure. And also, as you understand, dietary restrictions. Sure, so many sure. People. So not only did I do that, then I did uh, some um, white fish with it. Oh, okay. So they had, you know, starches, two entrees, a couple different vegetables in there. So it's not all cheese curds and batter fried cod. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> I do not fry food. I just. Really? 
You don't fry anything? Well, only really? during COVID. Okay. Where, you know, right, well, we had a lot of time on our hands and we'd have like old fashioned Tuesdays. Air fry? Uh, I don't even Bake. have an air so fryer. So chicken is baked. Everything's either baked grilled, or grilled. Okay. Yeah, or, well, you know, pan sauteed. Right. Sure. Okay. So you do put a pan on a stove every once in a while. Oh, often cast so, iron. Cast, well, yeah, cast yeah. iron, of I, course. I, I learned that about us a long time ago. Yes. I haven't used anything but cast iron in, in years. I haven't used anything but cast iron. Once I finally found on the internet, a guy said, watch this video and you'll never need a nonstick pan again. Ever again. Yeah, and, and he beauty, was right. The beauty is, it. you know, even if it rusts and it gets nasty, oh, just clean that baby up, right. oil her down, put her back in the oven season it. Right. Yeah. The other thing that I found on the uh, internet, which saved me after years of, I don't know, not doing it wrong, but too much work is I thought you can't use soap on your cast iron pan. And I read it. I watched a video and he said, I know lots of people think no soap. That's I not use. correct. No soaking. Don't, don't just put it in the, in the sink, fill it with water, walk away, wash it tomorrow. No, no, don't do that. Use soap and a scrubber, a scrubber and get it clean right away. Then dry it off, then put it away. And the way I dry it, I turn my gas burner on. Oh, heat over. it up. There yep, you go. There you go. Water evaporates. Yeah, nothing I mean, to... I wipe it down, but sure. I always just the last minute throw it you, on for you, a second. Are you sort of seasoning it or you're just drying it? You're not no, oil I, coating I it. I usually, mine are so well seasoned. Are they? Yeah. yeah. Nice my part. husband takes good care of those things. Right. So. Well, and you use them literally every single day. So. Right. I Ours just kind of sit on the, I hate having clutter and things around, but yeah. I will say our cast iron. Sits on top of the of stove. Our, Part of our. That's okay. Yeah. Part of the. Uh, the uh, Ambiance. Yeah, there the you decor. go. <laughs> Look, you've got such a rustic kitchen. I love the cast iron. That's awesome. Put a milk can over in the other corner and you'll there you have go. that farm kitchen you've always wanted. Well, where do you think I put my flowers? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, that's perfect. <laughs> yes. Uh, so uh, who, uh, where were the, uh, you said you entertained a group of priests recently. Where were they yes. from? Um, all of our priests from the diocese. Oh, oh. So a lot so of local, inner. Regional. Well, Again, a large majority of our priests are international priests. So we have. A so the diocese includes guys from Peru and. Oh, yeah. From India, far, far away. Oh, oh I misunderstood. I thought the diocese oh. meant, you know, Eau Claire, Stevens Point, well, Illinois, not Peru. <laughs> OK. And the, it's funny you said Peru. So our diocese itself, landmass, is uh -huh. from Wausau to Prairie du Chien. OK. And then we do have an orphanage in Lima, Peru. So that's secondary. So okay, it's funny okay. out of all places you say. I picked Peru. that one. Accidentally. That's near yeah. and dear to my heart. Um, but we have priests and we're kind of a mission country because we don't have enough clergy. So we have a wonderful international population awesome. of priests that work within our diocese. Cool. So they're our diocese. They spend some time. Uh, in various churches around the area, exactly. around the diocese, helping and out. And usually make the United States their home. Oh, that's really, they come here. And stay. And then they stay. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Says a lot, doesn't it? It says a lot. All it those, says a lot. Yeah, all those people who want to come here for a reason. Some of those people who come here legally, of course, and then don't want to go home for a reason. Exactly. They're doing stuff right. Maybe it's because they eat so well. If they oh. decide to stay... <laughs> Do you, they don't get to come here for dinner all the time. They're going to get, uh, 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 
uh, responsibilities in Prairie du Chien or in Wausau exactly, or somewhere in between. Exactly. And honestly, they do not come here for the food because that's oh, yes, the one do. thing most of them miss. Uh-huh. Is Th- their own food? Their own Well, food. you know, you're not their mom. Oh, but my But short of their mom. It doesn't yeah, matter how many ways or how I make curry. It's never going to be like their mom. How do you ever have a priest, you know, give you the soft elbow and say, hey, when you're cooking dinner tonight, can I come and help you? Because I want to show you. You cooked curry for us a couple of weeks ago. It was delicious. Can I show you what my mom does? And maybe you'd consider that. We had it's called new administrators. Uh And some of the men were there for the meeting and they were just like mom, just like mom. And this is their polite way. And they said, we want to cook for you sometime. Can we cook for you sometime? I'm like, any day of the week. Sure, sure. Any day of the week. That hasn't happened yet. Oh, oh. But They just talk about it. It was a beautiful, you know. Yeah, sure. The options out there as soon as they scrunch up their courage and actually want to do it. Well, the thing is, or they were being very polite, like that was good, but let me show you how it's really yeah. done. Well, and, and I totally get that, and, right? You know, and whatever the meaning was, it was dear. It was right. just dear and gracious. Right, so. right. Well, I spend a lot of time with a nine-year-old and I thought, and he loves hot dogs. So, oh. you know, hot dogs, not a chili dog because I don't like chili, but I like hot dogs. Plain, a dog, a bun, a tiny little bit of ketchup, nothing else. Most boring hot dog in the universe. That's the way he loves it. Okay. Skinless hot dogs, too. Oh, well, that's part of the story. That's, oh. So then dinner, hot dog. I'm really hungry. Can I have two? Sure. Two hot dogs. Had one bite. I really don't like these. Why? Because there's a little black parts on them. There's black parts on them? Yeah, well, that's because I grilled them, you know, over some fire. Yeah, that grandma doesn't do it that way. These aren't like grandma's hot dogs. And so, okay, I'm really sorry, but uh, I'll figure out a different way and uh, cooked something else and made dinner. And then I talked with his grandma. Hey, apparently you make the best hot dogs in the universe for your nine-year-old grandson. How do you cook them? She started to laugh and said, oh my God, you can't tell anybody. I boil them. I put them in a pot of water, get them hot, put them in a bun. That's it. A dab of ketchup. That's how he likes his hot dogs. Hot. Period. Not even cooked. I mean, you know, not grilled right, or right. nothing, nothing. I had a great grandfather who had a girlfriend and I still remember this like yesterday. She took my cousin, two yeah. of us to the circus, yeah. sweetest woman on earth. And she made us hot dogs and she buttered our buns. Oh. So not toasted. Oh, so we get a them. hot dog bun with oh, butter and a wiener. <laughs> ketchup. Weird thing. Yeah. You know, childhood memories. Thank you so much. But boy, if you put that on the grill, that would really, really be a toasted. Yeah. And I do that. Toast them a little garlic uh, butter, maybe, or uh, just garlic, period. Hot dog, grilled, <laughs> mustard, ketchup. It's uh, to be awesome. Water ice, butter a bun. Yeah, you he, know. He's only nine. I get it. I totally get it. Remember when my kids used to tell grandpa, not eating that grandpa. Why? You've never even had that before. Yep. But I don't like it. What does that mean? It means I don't recognize what it is, which means I don't like it. Just means more for you and me, Dad. (laughs) Cooley Region Cooks. We'll get back to it and some recipes, I promise, when we come back with Kathy Cooper. Region Cooks, the Thursdays, 10 to 11 on WIZM. Kathy Cooper, who sadly you don't get to eat her food 
these days unless you get invited by special invitation to go over to the Catholic diocese and eat with your priest who's invited you because you're special. Then you get to eat Kathy's delicious food unless you go to the back door with your sad puppy face and look like a child who hasn't eaten or taken a shower in a really long time. She might invite you in like the mouse Fievel and let you sit on the counter and feed you uh, after she's done feeding. All. I'm just thinking of how can Bible. we? Yeah, I know we all look at the same. Moon. <laughs> <laughs> it's out there somewhere. And oh. so is your food. So that's how we'll get a and taste. Not everybody would understand. Right. Them. Oh, sweet. Somewhere that's that's what I'm thinking. So that's why you don't get to go to a restaurant because she's cooking at the diocese now. And that's mm-hmm. great for them and having a good time. Yes. At least with the cooking part. Thank you. It's yes. the paperwork part that's a pain, well, but I, you know, I totally get that. It's life. It's all good. You brought some food different, and you brought some recipes, but I let's did. talk about the food part first because, wow, it smells delicious. What do you got over there? Well, okay. We're on a picnic today. Oh, awesome. So let's start with happy hour. So we have <laughs> a little peach punch. Oh, is that what it is? Tree. Yeah. So awesome. peach punch sweet tea. Cool. Then we have a hot honey salad, just iceberg with a really kicking dressing. Then we did the old time fire and ice salad. It's tomatoes, peppers, onions, because those are my tomatoes out of my garden. They are. First. Super. And then we did a veal lasagna. One last thing is bite me drummies. (laughs) <laughs> the smile. Bite me drummies. That's it. Spicy. Oh, yeah. Oh, killer spicy. No, just like, mm, I want really a little darn. of that slush. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah. they go together. Punch Can't have peach. one without the other. Okay. Punch me peach and some bite me drummies of to course. go along with kicking salad, tomatoes from your garden. Yeah. Sounds delish. I could cancel the rest of the show and we could just go eat. Well, and veal lasagna. Veal lasagna. I'm not sure I've ever had veal lasagna. Well, people don't think about taking a lasagna on a picnic. Yeah, of course not. What a great, easy. Well, it stays hot forever. Well, (laughs) exactly. You make it the night before. You throw it in the oven before you leave. Wrap it with foil. Yeah. And even when it gets to room temperature, still delicious. But this is with a white sauce. That's That's so interesting. I saw a video this morning. One of those, I don't know, is a. YouTube short, or I can't remember where I saw it, but it was just a quick one. And in a pan like that, uh, the kind of uh, noodles that are hollow, big, they're about that big around, about this tall, cook them uh, al dente, then stand them up in the pan. Then put the sauce, the tomato sauce, the meat sauce, in, fill up the holes, and then the white sauce on top of that, and then cheese on top of that, then bake it. Mm. And take it out of the oven over. I didn't read any of it. Take it out of the oven after it's all baked together. And uh, man, I could practically smell it through my computer. Really? Super simple. Lasagna. That's where you need grandkids yeah. or someone to yeah. set all your noodles up, right? One at a time. Yeah. yeah. There's uh, smaller pan, smaller pan. Yeah. So anyway, you're making lasagna and I watched a lasagna recipe this morning. There you go. Do you want that recipe? Yes. Did you bring that one? Yeah. I actually have recipes. You know how I operate normally? I do. I do. I just say, and then we throw a little of this. Pinch of this and a pinch of that. I tried. I tried really hard to write down recipes today. So you're going to take a half pound of veal, half pound of ham, eight ounces of mushrooms fresh, 
any kind. Okay. It doesn't matter if you okay. have baby Bellas or sure. white button, one small onion and one, two, six cloves of garlic, okay. whatever floats your boat. You're going to grind it together. Oh, okay. So first I grind my veal and my ham mm-hmm. and a good ham, you know? Oh, yeah. And I just you grind those up. You're not using that much, so it's and not cost prohibitive. Exactly. And then I add in the the veggies, you know, mushrooms, onions, and do a quick so pulse. So grind the meat and then, then grind it again with, with the vegetables yep, and garlic and stuff? Okay, okay. Got it. Okay. Then you're going to saute that butter because oh. what else would you saute it in? So, so the whole package. The so you whole got a layer package deal. And a big cast iron pan. So you just saute it up till okay. the water evaporates. Got it. You got know, because yeah. that's what you need to do. Okay. And then what you're going to do after the mushrooms cook down and all that sure. evaporates, because mm-hmm. you really won't have any fat. You add a cup of white wine. Oh. Good dry white wine. Okay. And then let that evaporate up. So you get that flavor permeating all of the meat and vegetables. Perfect. Do not add any salt because you're using ham and that's going to have enough salt. salt. So don't add any extra salt. And I use salted butter also. Well, you know, that's funny because I was about to say, normally I don't add salt until I see all the ingredients. Because if, uh, if they say unsalted butter or they say salted butter, and then also a teaspoon or a quarter teaspoon of salt. It's one, for me, it's one or, one or the, the other. other. Yep. Yeah. Not both. Okay. So then you make your bechamel and whoever doesn't know how to make bechamel, it's equal amounts of flour and butter. So for this recipe, three tablespoons of butter melted, start mm-hmm. getting a little toasty, throw your flour in there, toast and up stir. that Keep flour yeah, a little bit. Away. Yeah. It can burn fast. Yeah. So that's what they say about, you know, a roux. It's like a good husband. Just don't turn your back. Don't on turn him. your back. Yep. Keep stirring. Keep an eye on them. Right. It. <laughs> so anyway, you add one and a half cups of milk to that butter flour mixture. Now you're going to add a little bit of salt and pepper. And of course, nutmeg. You have to have nutmeg and a white sauce. Well, I just thought while you're stirring that bechamel, you can drink the rest of that white wine because you didn't use very much of it. Well, that's quite a bottle. Just- yeah, you're sharing it. I didn't mean drink the whole thing and then forget oh, about okay. dinner. Yeah, when Maybe I have a couple of glasses. There you go. You got a sous chef who's going to come in and smell stuff. What are you smelling here? Have a glass. There you and let go. Me tell you about then it. you put them on salad yeah, right. prep then and work. dishes. Then they get to work. That's my pet peeve. I cannot enjoy my meal when my kitchen's destroyed. So that's a continue, you know, continuum. We're doing dishes, putting things away as I'm cooking. So all you do is you do three layers of noodles, lasagna noodles. Of course, you have okay. those cooked in advance. Sure. Yep. I didn't mention the lasagna noodles. I kind of we're making lasagna. You, you might have noodles, right? You ever use the uh, don't need to pre-cook yes. the noodles? Yes, you and like you those? have those today. Oh, okay. Cool. The problem was I was a little short on noodles, so you're okay. kind of missing your top layer. But that's, that's right. okay. You have more cheese, and nobody's going to complain about meat. it. Yep. The one thing I did not tell you is as you layer your meat, mm-hmm. your lasagna, you're going to sprinkle Parmesan and whole milk mozzarella. Make sure it's whole milk. Absolutely. Got to use Yep. You can't so use grate up your whole milk ma- matzo, some good parm, a layer of noodles, another layer of meat, another layer of cheese, and the bechamel, the white sauce. When you have it all compiled, hopefully three layers, mm-hmm. you just lather it with that, cover it with foil, pop it in your oven at 350 for about an hour. Oh, Uncover it 
And then you can just, you know, the bechamel actually isn't a real lovely topping. If you want to add more cheese on top and melt it and, well, you it's know, a white crust sauce. it What's up. What's it supposed to look like? It, I mean, it looks like a white sauce. It's right. just quite. Well, and if you put it under the broiler, would it brown up like it will. a marshmallow and that it would will. look kind of cute or. <laughs> kind <Better>. of cute. <laughs> I don't know. Just melt, cover it with some yes. cheese and melt My, the cheese on you top. You can pretty it up right. anyway, you then know. Then change the name. I learned that a long time ago. Like Didn't a, come out of the oven the way the picture. Just change the name and. Julia Child, never apologize. Never apologize. It's that way on purpose. Why? Because I dropped it on the floor in the kitchen. Yeah. Had to scoop it up. Now it's all upside down. And where do you think upside down cake came from? It's still delicious. There you go. Still delicious. Throw a couple pineapples on top. (laughs) (laughs) A couple cherries in the middle. There you go. Wow, we've invented it. Oh, no, we didn't invent it. Somebody else dropped it first. Yeah. (laughs) Cooley Region Cooks. Every Thursday, 10 to 11, we get to have fun with people in the kitchen. By the way, that could be you because you have fun in your kitchen, right? I would love to spend some time just gabbing about what you do in your kitchen. What are you going to do when the recipe calls for half a cup of white wine? What do you do with the rest of the bottle of wine? I'd love to know. And what are you putting that half a cup in? I'd love you to just get in touch. Send me an email, mike at wizmnews.com. Get in touch with me. We'll find a day that works and a time that works. Come in. We'll Cooley Region Cooks. We'll have some laughs. And uh, and you're off and running. Nothing to it, right? Absolutely. Nothing to it, especially if you like to have fun in the kitchen. We'll have fun in the kitchen as well. Cooley Region Cooks every Thursday, 10 to 11. We'll take a break and see what. Oh, she's still got a stack of recipes. So I'm going to put. Oh, yes, dear. We'll be right back. Cooley Region Cooks every Thursday, 10 to 11. We get together with people who have fun in the kitchen. Really, that's you. That you is. Were, you are not the very first person I had fun in the kitchen with, uh, but way up there close to the top. Thank you. People told me, you got to get this lady on. She's really fun. She'll probably <laughs> come over and talk to you, you know, work it out. And I did. And I'm so glad because. And you haven't. Decades I, later. We're I'm still, still talking. That's right. <laughs> still we're still, talking. And we're still friends. And we, I'm, yes. I'm a little fatter, but that's your fault. Uh, I'll take these uh, recipes. Honey, you're not. And eat. And, and eat. A uh, veal lasagna, which we just made in the last segment. Oh, yes. man. Uh, what do you want? What's next on your your pile of recipes? How there? about something super easy and just like my favorite thing in the world? I could swim in this stuff. Glass of wine? Uh, that, that you goes said swim, really so I right away went to cocktails. With my hot honey vinaigrette. Oh, okay. All right. So, you know, the poor old iceberg lettuce. Uh-huh. Boring, blah, mm. not, you know, nutritional it's a great value. Is, yep. But there is such a crunch yep. <laughs> that thank you. So I keep this dressing in bottles all the time. Really? Love it. My favorite. My husband's not a big fan of it. I love it. Um, well, then the, you know there always is some because no one else will eat it but you. It's true. Perfect. And the funny part is I just want iceberg lettuce. I don't want tomatoes. I don't want peppers. I don't. I do not want any other vegetable. I just iceberg want that. And this and this dressing, and nothing th- else? Try it. Really? I promise you. Okay. Okay. So you take, you know, your cans of chipotle peppers and adobo? Absolutely. And you get, I think you usually get six or eight peppers. So what in I do. In the little can. In sure, the little sure. can. Yep. And this is for like a single recipe. I always double this. Okay. So you take two of the whole peppers Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, the sauce kind of comes with it a little bit. And then I right. bag and freeze the rest because I'm oh. not going to waste it, even though oh. they're like $1.99 a can. Yeah, no, no. You still don't want to waste it. They're Absolutely. And they freeze. You're going to dice them up anyway most Fabulously. of the time. Exactly. So it doesn't matter when they thaw out. So what you do, yeah. And when they're frozen, it's the stem, the seed, the pepper, a little of the dough, everything. Just throw two of them in your food processor. At least two cloves of garlic. I always do some more. Then I do a quarter teaspoon of red pepper flakes, okay. which is a lot actually for red pepper flakes. Okay. Has a little bit of kick to it. Three tablespoons of honey, good honey. Go down to the co-op, get it oh, sure. right out of, you know. Yeah, right out of Coon Valley or someplace. Like Absolutely. That. And then you want a half teaspoon of oregano, one and a half teaspoon salt, a quarter cup of extra virgin olive oil and a half cup of vegetable oil mixed together on the side because okay. you're going to emulsify your dressing. Okay. So you're going to pulverize your all your first ingredients I gave you, everything except the two oils. So the two oils together in a separate cup with the food processor running, then you just drizzle that beautiful oil mixture in. While your processor is While your processor's working, emulsifying, doing all the work for you. Yep. And there you go. It's yummy. If you let that dressing sit, once you've- Will it separate? Will it separate? Does it, it or will. does it I stay do sort keep, of creamy looking I, forever? I keep mine in the refrigerator yeah. and it does start to separate. All you have to do is pull it out a little bit in advance, even just warm it in your hands, yeah. you know, your glass craft uh-huh. or whatever sure, you sure. keep yours in and and shake it and you, good. I was just going to say, just can give you it a shake good it back shake. up and that's good enough? Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. All right, cool. It really stays pretty well though. You know how hard it is going to be for me to put lettuce on a bowl, in a bowl or on a plate, sprinkle it with this dressing and not put anything else on it. Try it. I'm going <laughs> is that the way this is? That's no, that's, it. No, no, there, there's stuff. That is just lettuce. That is just lettuce. Lettuce and dressing, lettuce. nothing else? Not a thing, I promise you. I could say something that wouldn't go over very well on the radio office. What's the brown stuff? No, that's the Chipotle's ground up. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, trust me. Trust I be- no, no, I know you're not lying to me. I know you wouldn't try to get me to eat something weird. Uh, you ate rattlesnake <laughs> eyeballs, ha! Huh? Oh, no, that's, that's one of my priests. Yes, I would do priests that. are labeled RK for roadkill. Roadkill? <laughs> Take like, your chances. RK. It's a protein. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Considered a meat, most places. <laughs> most of the time. That's right. As long as you didn't get any hoof, you're all set. Huff. Or beak or arrow. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Always got to push that envelope a little bit little further, don't you? A little bit more. Hoof was one thing, but I don't want any beak in my dinner. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm with you. Cooley Region Cooks, Kathy Cooper is our guest. She cooks for the diocese. So you know she has to be on her very best behavior gastronomically because she's feeding guys that are pretty darn close to God. And if she gives them a meal they don't like, they're going to go immediately from the table upstairs, kneel down and fix it so that Kathy Cooper never wins the lottery ever. Michael Hayes, I'm it does you. not work that oh, way. Oh, I'm sure it does. What did you feed us? I can't believe like, Mrs. Cooper, well, but they never have to said that because you've never put a, a dish, a, a meal out of your kitchen and said, well, hope they like this mistake. I, it didn't work out the way I want it. Maybe they'll like it. Well, Turn the lights down a little bit, you guys. <laughs> Maybe you won't notice the atmosphere has changed. There you go. I just put a little herbs on top. Right. Sprinkle some cheese on there. Pour yeah. them another glass of wine first. Yeah. First, that works. You know. I understand. In fact, I've interviewed people who wrote cookbooks on 
What do you do if when you take it out of the oven, it doesn't look like the picture? It never does. <laughs> I know. I know. The, the, simple. The cake and uh, pies or cakes, a uh, uh, cheesecake. Take that cheesecake out. You shake it. You put the pin in there. It's cooked. As soon as you take it out and set it on the counter, five minutes later, you go back. It's shrunk a little bit. It's cracked. Yeah. And you think, hey, how come grandma's didn't crack? Grandma's looks like a ska- a brown skating rink. Right. It's pumpkin pie, cheesecake, whatever. Mine's cracky. So change the name. It's Oh, you know, think of it. What does it look like? It looks like peanut brittle. <gasps> okay, well, call it, and then maybe crunch up a little peanut, peanut brittle, brittle or candy. Put it on top. Put it on or top. Call some it some ice cream topping. There you go. A little caramel. Toast Yours a is cracked. Pecans. Yours is cracked. And if, depending on the season, you can make it Halloween. Oh, it's spider web cheesecake. Yeah, you know. Our scenario, you cover it up, put it in a little parfait glass, and now you have a trifle. Nothing to it. Just yeah. change the name. Julia Child, no yep. apologies, never apologize. I, oh, I do that a lot. Change the name. <laughs> it doesn't look like it's supposed to. How come? Well, I didn't have those big wide noodles. Oh, well. Well, and who decides how it's supposed to look? Maybe the way you made it was the way it was meant to look. Right. Well, and these days I don't have to feed a, t- a, a big round table full of very, very Picky and astute. Well, picky is a different thing because if there's black stuff on the hot dog, that's going back to the kitchen. But, <laughs> but other than that. It's like uh, jarring a pepper. You I know, have you, to take it off the fire and peel that back. Peel it off. Yeah, you're right. All right. What do you want to do next? Oh, how about the peach punch sweet tea? Oh, okay. Is that a thought? Uh-huh. Okay. So we're going to start with seven cups of water and two of the large tea bags. If you don't have the large tea bags, which like, makes like Lipton, Lipton tea? Okay. exactly the ice tea bags, um, then you're going to use four. You know, figure it out. So yeah. you want your you want your water to turn that lovely tea color. So from that, you're going to add that boiling hot water. Take your tea bags out. Give them a squeeze because you want every last drop every of drop. that tea flavor. Do you, I'm going to out my dad because he is not in a position to be mad at me. But from heaven, he'll reach down and smack me on the back of the head. He made tea often, but he felt so bad about wringing out that tea bag and then throwing it away. He put a tea bag in a little tea dish or tea cup next to the sink and would make one more cup of tea tomorrow or tonight or whenever he wanted another <laughs> cup. Of tea. So he'd make a really good, delicious, strong cup of tea out of that bag. And then later on and oh. make another one. Because he didn't want to just throw it away. There's still good tea in there. What do you think? Oh, those Chinese didn't grow all this tea for nothing. Well, then you put them on your eyes and reduce swelling. And, you know, there you go. Spoken like a girl. <laughs> My dad <laughs> is not. Excuse putting... me, I'm a girl. It's okay. I know. That's it. That's what I said. Spoken like a girl. My dad would not put tea bags on his eyes or care about reducing swelling. There you go. <laughs> if you don't want to, I'm kind of swollen today. If you don't want to look at it, then, uh, you know, we'll just your problem, stay not on. mine. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I can't see it. <laughs> that's right. We're on the phone, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Let's finish this recipe. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Cause there's some licks, lip slick in here. So they need this recipe. Yep. So you have your tea water to that. You're going to add Three boxes of peach gelatin, okay. which is hard to find, believe it? it or not. Yeah. So three small boxes of peach jello. Now, don't poo-poo jello. Gelatin is not. so good for you, for your hair, your skin, your nails. So gelatin is a good thing. Yeah. So there's some color and sugar and all the other stuff. But we want- You're having a small people. amount, so be quiet. So 
to that peach jello. Make sure it's all dissolved in that liquid. You're going to add one can of frozen OJ, one can of frozen lemonade. And now this is where it gets fun. This only has one cup of brandy in it. But the real frosting on the cake is you need a quart of peach schnapps. Oh, and so that's peach, right. Peach, peach. A cup, a cup of brandy and a quart of peach schnapps. But you can add a couple cups of brandy. Now the thing talking. is, you start adding too much alcohol. It's not going to freeze well. So when you put it in your freezer to freeze, give it a stir. Put it in that night. Get up in the morning, stir it. And voila, you can put ginger ale, seven, All right. up, whatever. Maybe we'll be back in a few minutes. Maybe the program's over now. We'll have to wait and see because I'm going to, I'm going to have some, what's it called? Peach, peach? Peach punch. Peach punch. (laughs) Oh, see, I'm already got it wrong. Peach punch, sweet tea. It's pretty good. We're Cooley Region Cooking. Hopefully we'll be back in a minute (laughs) right here on Wisdom. Cooley Region Cooks, Thursdays, 10 to 11, having fun in the kitchen like not very many people do. Do you have a lot of help in the kitchen or do you, you don't do it all by yourself? I do, do you? not. I have fabulous help. But of course, when we have events, we never enough. Help. Well, right. never enough. And I have a couple wonderful volunteers. Super. And all the staff step up. Everybody pitches in. That's great. And helps where they can because, you know, we have great people. You so. work with a couple of people every day or all the time? Yes. Okay. So I have who's them two, right now? I have. Oh yeah, they're wonderful. And they are. So Paige name? and Linda. Paige and Linda. So they're the ones holding down the fort. All right. So they they you work with them every day. Every day. And then day. you add to it based on how many actually, meals you have to make. Actually, I let. I'm a firm believer. I don't like micromanaging. You delegate. I yeah. I, I like them to plan menus. Oh, I like them cool. to give me ingredients. Like I, you know, can we get these items? <sighs> Okay. Um, so you I make let, them do the paperwork. I ah! let them, uh, yeah, I go just, on the computer and I'm search just, this. Uh, and yeah, I'm going to go in here. And kick, I'm going to cook. Um, <laughs> no, funny. so it's a great. I mean, because we do so much more than just cooking. Because we take care of a facility, oh, sure, and sure. we have tons of guest rooms, and we have, it, you know, we we could always use a lot more help, but huh? we really execute well. Well, that's good. The three of you do it most of the time. Clearly. You, uh, you know what each other is good at, what each other wants to do, and you, as the big cheese, let them do it. So that's, <laughs> they probably that. love coming to work. Sometimes it's more difficult than other times, but if they love what they do. Right. And then that's, that's awesome. the thing. All of us love to cook. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's a job at the end sure. of the day. So we have a lot of other things to do, too. So yep. that's what we're working on right now is kind of delegating, who you know, days and meals for the day. I'm curious like that. when you're cooking dinner for others, then do you go home and have dinner at nine o'clock or have um, no dinner? You eat dinner I have at work? I a great or? husband yeah. over 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he claims that he didn't know I could cook because he'll hear the show and yeah. it'll be like, I didn't know you could cook. When what? am I going to get How some of I that? had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> You've been making this for years. You come made... apart. <laughs> That's so for funny. them. Sure. <laughs> you know, so anyway. So you eat, you eat at work? And never. he eats at home? I never eat at work. Okay. I, I, that's a problem. I need to actually take time during the day. If anything, you know, they'll say, try this sauce or, you know, cause you sure. do have to taste it. Right. Cooking. Well, and I've always wondered when you're a chef, you're cooking other people's lunch 
or dinner? When do you get to have lunch or dinner? Well, and that's exactly it. Is it going to be 10 o'clock? Is it going to be two o'clock? And, you know, hopefully I'm home at, you know, by five. Right. So, no, I have a great husband and we spend more on eating out than we do on groceries lately. That's okay. You know, Um, but we're down to two of us at home. And then we have Monday night dinners and that's always a fun thing. So oh, there's all right. So you do and babies have some, come over on you Monday have some night. eat around the table, family so dinners. We always You're do like our, blue bloods. They do theirs on Sunday night. You do yours on Monday night. And see, I've never seen that. And I should, I hear it's fabulous. It is. It's really a fun show. But I, um, Bunch so of- Sunday, Bob and I usually go to the store together and cool. you know, he's smoking ribs or doing whatever for Monday night family cool. dinners. Awesome. So, yeah, it's good. All right, let's do uh, fire. What is it? Firecracker fire, tomatoes? Fire and ice. Firecracker's fire good. Fire and ice tomatoes. Okay. And the reason you got these, because you have my first batch of tomatoes that we just picked. Cool. So um, what you're going to do is you're going to take six or more tomatoes. I think six is good. And a green pepper and an onion. Your uh, tomatoes, rather, you're going to blanch, peel the skin off, and cut them into like sixths. You know, you want quarters. You want chunks of tomato. I'm curious, blanching. I've seen lots of different video ways to do that. A big pot of boiling water. Cut a little a tom- X on the bottom of your tomato. Take the core out. Drop them for. Well, you do drop them. Then I, how do you scoop them out? I use my spider. Oh, you okay? And then I drop I've seen them in an put, ice drop bath. them in a. Put the tomato. Do the X. Put them in a sieve. Drop the sieve in the. Yeah, in that the water works. That so works they can too. get out. So you don't. So that tomato's not in there skinning Turning itself and you can't mush. get it out. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 uh, no. Just a quick, especially if you Not that I've ever done it that way before. Grown tomatoes. When I thought I knew how to do it, I was wrong. <laughs> I know how to do it now. It's all about learning. Mike. Right. Well, that's because I started doing this before there was a video. Oh. I just oh. had to stand up and try to figure out how to my, I'll just stab it with a fork yeah. or not. <laughs> okay. So anyway, we have our tomato. Then you're going to cut up one green pepper. One sweet, like Vidalia onion, my Ooh, favorite. yum. Yeah, me too. And then you're going to just kind of lay them in as I did, just mm-hmm. a big pan. Layer them, yeah. And no. then you're going to make a quick, a quick brine for it. Oh. So the brine consists of, and you're going to boil this brine for one minute. No longer, just one quick minute. <laughs> okay. So you have three quarters cup vinegar, one and a half tablespoons of celery salt, one and a half tablespoons of mustard seed, one half teaspoon salt, four and one half tablespoons of sugar, an eighth of a teaspoon black pepper, one quart, quarter cup, excuse me, of cold water. Made a huge difference. Yes, it did. Boil for one minute and pour hot over the tomatoes, onions, and peppers and refrigerate it. I do mine overnight usually. Um, Awesome. This recipe was an old scout recipe. And on here, it says somewhere from Sue Schultz. I'm sure oh, that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so it was probably her recipe originally, but yep. this was one, you know, we had it every Boy Scout potluck. Wow. And then you can add cucumbers a day of or whatever. So it's a real simple, quick. I probably marinated peppers or tomatoes. Excuse me. What? I probably grabbed mine before you added the cucumbers. Cucumbers. I didn't add cucumbers because I knew that. Well, I'm, I, You're oh, so I know, welcome. I know this. Yeah. But oh. You said Adam tomorrow or not. Yeah. It, there's, it's so good. I'm just going to eat mine now. Please add cucumbers to yours. Extra cucumbers for you. That is such an interesting thing. That it's the only. Hey, Scott, don't leave without having a taste of this, pal. I'm telling you. 
this, this, uh, it's force feeding, feed. <laughs> force yeah. feeding. Step. That's why it's a small cup so that you won't feel guilty. Yeah. I know. Oh yes. It's, there we go. And, and taste <laughs> that's what it is. It's, yeah, that's it. Have it. It's applesauce. Yeah. It is good for you. Warms your heart and soul. Right. The fun thing is you're going to be, be able to take that Sprite home and Ooh. think, Hey, we didn't make a, we didn't even have to use that part. <laughs> it's horrible, <laughs> isn't it? I knew you'd hate it. Yeah. That's yeah. The, where the woo came from. Yeah. yeah. Well, you could taste that schnapps. Yeah. I'll tell them the ingredients tomorrow. Yeah. And schnapps is not anything I would normally buy. I, 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 I like peppermint schnapps with a beer. What? Sometimes. Does your husband ever do that? My Have husband's a beer? not a beer drinker, but. Oh, who drinks beer in your family? Just you? Well, <laughs> I thought he doesn't, he don't, what is he, what's his go-to bevy? Southern Comfort. Oh, okay. Ooh, I have a friend whose husband is a Southern Comfort. I drank that in college, which is why I don't drink it anymore. Ah. <laughs> I, I burned out on Southern Comfort back then. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, a beer and I, a good, strong, uh, you know. Dark porter. Uh, yeah, something. Some good homemade yum beer and, uh, and a, a little shot of. Peppermint schnapps. That is so bizarre. But I suppose like my big thing is I love buttered popcorn with junior mints. Oh. So kind of salty. Yeah. 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 Unusual. Next time you're having a beer, well, you don't have peppermint schnapps at no, home. No, I so. do because in the you winter do? we always oh. have it. There you go. Telling you, just a little shot. You're not even a cocktail. A little shot of peppermint schnapps and a beer. A little shot of peppermint. Sip of beer. Back and forth. Oh, okay. So you don't slam a shot. No, 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 just no, no. A, Sipping both, you know, uh, both hands. I, oh, for you, well, I might try it. try it. Just try it. Just try I'm it. I'm not out anything. I have both. Items, right, right. So. See, and it's not like you're going to have to throw it away because you don't mix them together. I made this whole big bowl of this stuff for Hayes and I hate it. What am I going to do with it now? How would you come up with schnapps and beer? Somebody else. Not even me. I didn't dream that up. Okay. I had dinner with a, with a, a group of friends and he's drinking beer and schnapps. And I said, what? I'm not sure I've even ever had peppermint Curiosity. Yeah, I got to try that. It's pretty good. That's how I discovered Malibu and root beer. Oh, yes. Which I thought was the weirdest combo ever. I haven't had Malibu it, but I and know root beer. People. OMG. It's great. If you, and I, that's the only soda. That's the only pop I like is root beer. I don't want Coke or Sprite or any other. I don't like any other pop. Right. Root beer is it. Malibu and root beer is awesome if you like root beer if you like root beer it's and really if you good. like malibu well you don't even have you, you know the malibu just changes the flavor of the root beer a little bit okay it's uh it's kind of like butterbeer when you go to Di orlando and you go to harry potter world and you think butterbeer tastes like cream soda bingo it's uh, cream soda it's just frosty and they add a little something to it i don't know it's cream soda they just call it butterbeer butterbeer <laughs> Cooley Region Cooks. Hey, can we do this again some Thursday? Absolutely. Good deal. We are Cooley Region Cooking every Thursday, 10 to 11. Kathy Cooper, thank you very much. You're welcome. My pleasure. If you are or you know somebody that you think should be in the kitchen, then get in touch with me, Mike at wizmnews.com. We can make it very easy for you to come in uh, and, and be on Cooley Region Cooks. 